Hello and welcome to the PR department podcast. You're through to your host Katie Braden and this is episode 39. So today I thought I would do a little bit of a story time episode. Um, I haven't really done anything in this format before um, but something happened to me recently that has been the accumulation of about seven years of um, hardship. (laughs) So I wanted to tell the story so that other people don't make the same mistake in their freelancing journey as I did and that is when it comes to making a website. Everybody needs one. It's probably like one of the first things that you do when you launch or build your business. Um, And as a freelancer, I mean, lucky for me, I don't get a lot of business through my website. Um, I don't trade on my website, so it's not an e-shop. My website is just basically like a shop print for my business. Um, And the only useful things on there, I mean, obviously it's useful, but it's not that useful, um, is my client list. So I can link it to press. If people are like, oh, who do you represent? I can just send them the link to my website. Um, And also um, I have a list of services on there, which to be honest, I custom build everything for each client that comes through. So it's not even relevant. It just gives people like a bit of an idea of what I do Um, and a contact form, which um, like I literally get emails through there maybe once every two years. So yeah, thank god my website is not that integral in the running of my business um if it was i would have been screwed to put it lightly so when i first started my business um i obviously knew i needed a website and i was like i don't really have the skills to make this myself so we're going back like what seven years ago now um seven and a half years so this was kind of before, like you, don't get me wrong, I could have built my own website if I wanted to, but it was before the time where like Squarespace was so available and like websites like that where you just basically need to like drop your stuff in there and it's like ready to go and it's all made for you. Um, Like when I was doing it, it did seem a little bit more complicated. Don't get me wrong, I want to reiterate, I could have done it myself if I'd have put my mind to it, but I... I'm always under the opinion that if you have a certain set of skills, so I have like certain tools in my toolbox, building websites is not one of them. Um, So I would prefer to delegate that task to someone else. And nine times out of 10, a lot of people who are great in business, (laughs) um, I'm really setting this up well, Um, a lot of people advise you that you know, the things that you are not like really great at doing yourself, you should outsource and you should delegate. Um, In this instance, I'm here to tell you do not do that. (laughs) So I quickly like, okay, so the three things that I outsource for my business are my accounts, because I cannot do those. Um, My graphic design, I can do that, but I outsource a graphic designer to do it faster and better than me. And my website, same reason, could do it, but I wanted someone to do it faster and better than me. So at the time, um, I was with this guy. It wasn't like a fling. It was very serious. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to like explain my logic here. Um, And his uncle um, was really good at doing like tech stuff, like websites and things. And you know how like everyone has someone in their friendship group or like someone in their family who's like, oh, that guy's really good at websites. Like this was this guy. Um, 
so I was like, oh, he can help me build my website. And I was like, yeah, 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 he can do it for you. So I let him build my first website. Um, and it was great and it was fine. And I launched my business and it was all rocking. Um, then we broke up. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, then obviously, um, his uncle decided that, he no longer wanted to be part of my journey and that was fine um so I was sort of in a transition where I needed to build a new website um and I also needed to get a new domain because my so I'm really not telling this very well this is why I don't do story time episodes but hey ho you're gonna learn it by the end so my first domain was a .com domain which is obviously more preferable like it's better for SEO like it looks more trustworthy whatever whatever like these days seven years later things have moved on quite a lot and people are literally using like anything and everything for their domains because so many domains are taken so like I see dot whatever all the time like for example people put like their name instead of dot com you know what I mean and no one bats an eyelid but back seven years ago if you'd have done that people would have been like oh it's a dodgy website like maybe she can't be trusted it's not a real business you know and when you're first starting out that level of trust is really important so I went for dot com long story short um so dot com was attached to my first website and um yeah I basically lost that when I lost the website so that was excellent um so I then decided to do a new website um, and I got a new domain to go with it. So I went with .co. Fine. I do know that that means Columbia. So <laughs> at the time I was like, oh, .co. And then one of my friends was like, you know, that's like the regional like dot for Columbia. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, but I didn't care by this point. I just needed a new website and a new domain and I needed it fast. So I then... Um, started working with this guy so you know the whole like make the same mistake twice it's a shame on you sort of saying yeah this is a really good example of that so I then decided to work with a friend of my then ex um, who he by that point he was kind of like a mutual friend I would say um, and he was a really great graphic designer and I asked him if he would help me with my website and he said yes and he was really professional and he wasn't like oh no because you've broken up with my friend or whatever he was just like I'm doing your website and it was a very like separate relationship which I really appreciated so anyway I build this website I get the .co domain and we're rocking so we point the .com domain towards the .co everything's linked up and we're all it's great. So about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I can't quite remember. COVID's made my brain fuzzy. Um, I got an email from him. So for context, he would do like all of the maintenance on my site. So for example, if I got a new client, I would email and be like, hey, can you upload this client on my site? Here's the logo. Here's the link blah 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 like he would amend my client list for me like even like small tasks like that like he would do it all for me um if anything needed to change in he would do it so he took care of my site any questions for my site I would go to him any like oh you need to do this you need to renew this certificate blah 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 he would communicate all of that to me so he he owned like he took ownership of website stuff and I was happy to do that because they tell you as a freelancer you should delegate and I was delegating 
with full force I wasn't micromanaging I was delegating wholeheartedly um which they tell you is the right thing to do and I'm I'm here to tell you no it's not so he was doing all that maintenance for me um I then have an email from him like a year and a half ago to say that for some reason which I didn't understand and I didn't ask enough questions either flat red flag number one um he basically said like we need to take your website off whatever platform it was on and we need to move it somewhere else and we need to put it on a new platform um at that point I should have been like why but I was really really busy at the time and really overwhelmed so my response was okay because I just trusted him like I'd been working with him for a while at this point and I was like I feel like he wouldn't advise me to do anything I didn't need to do like he'd been really cost efficient like he wasn't one of those people who was like constantly trying to upcharge me or like you know get money or like do things or whatever like he seemed like he was just doing the best thing for my website also it's important to add that he is not a freelancer full-time at this point he's working for a company and he's doing my website alongside other projects like on the side so this is not like a main money earning money earn hello money earning thing for him so you know it's not like I, I didn't think he was trying to scam me so I say yes to the work um I ask like how long it's going to take and how much it's going to cost he tells me fine um it ended up taking triple the time um which anybody who works in websites or with anyone who does websites will tell you like that is always the case I don't know what it is about people who work on websites but they tell you it's say it's going to be six months like no it's going to be a year like it always is way more and I don't know why that is because it's digital it should never take that long it's it's basically like the digital version of building work like if someone tells you your wall is going to take two years to rebuild it'll take four um so thank god like you know I'm not trading from my website as I said so it wasn't a big deal but it was just like low-key annoying that it was ongoing um so he moves it and it goes onto this new platform. May I add, the website runs exactly the same. There was no problems with it in the first place and it looks exactly the same. So, and I think it cost me about £400 off the top of my head. So that was great. But as I say, at the time I was so busy. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what you need to do. Like I was just very trusting. So I paid the money. I did the thing. He moved the website. Great. Um, but during this process, I came to learn that he wasn't doing all of the work himself. He was actually outsourcing it to a developer, which makes sense because he's a designer. So in my brain, if I had like used two of my brain cells, I could have figured out that he was not doing the work because he's not a developer. So he was outsourcing the work to a developer. The developer was doing everything and he was basically just like doing the design at the end. Like very weird. Um, but apparently this developer was like really unreliable as I'm sorry to all developers out there, but most of you are. Um, he was really unreliable, really slow at getting back, like really bad at communicating deadlines, whatever. Love to see it. So my website moved. Um, we then scroll um, about a year down the line, down the timeline. Um, and I email as usual to be like, hey, um, I have some client changes. Um, I, need the, I need you to do them on my site. Like I have been doing for years at this point. And I get no response, which is really strange. Um, so I email again and again and again. And he's gone. He's just ghosted me, like completely just like vanished off what seems like the surface of the planet. Like 
his website has always been the same and it's always been one page so no changes there but the website is not down it's just chilling it's not like no amends have been made social media has been dead since like last year so there's no updates um it's all very bizarre because there's been no instance there's been no fallout there's been no disagreement it was just literally one day he was there and the next day he was gone so I'm like oh god this is like such an annoying issue for me because obviously I can't access the back end of my website I don't even know where my website is like on the back end like you know most people are like oh it's on Squarespace you can just log in Nah, I didn't because he'd moved the platform I didn't even know where it was being hosted and because it wasn't even him doing the development work it was somebody else I don't even know this person's name so like I couldn't even like contact the developer directly to be like hey can you hand this over to me um so I'm like in the dark my website is just chilling in like a black hole in outer space and I just have no way to get to it or access it so I can't update my client list which obviously for me is an issue um but then it becomes a major issue when my SSL certificate runs out um so that basically I don't know the ins and outs of it but it basically just means that your website is secure and like all good if you don't have an SSL certificate it comes up you know those annoying websites where you type it in and then they're like oh this website's not secure are you sure you want to go ahead and then you have to like accept it and like advance it onto the page so that you know that you're entering into a website without an SSL certificate coming back to the main point I made at the beginning about having a .com domain like it's about being like a trustworthy business like when people are choosing to work with a freelancer especially PRs like there is a level of like building trust there and not having a secure website I think is a red flag so this was a problem for me I then managed to get into the back end of my GoDaddy which I knew partially my website was connected to I get into the back end there is nothing there. It is a barren wasteland. GoDaddy is just chilling and like linked to my website somehow. Like it has the SSL certificate section, but um, to basically to buy an SSL certificate, you have to prove that you own the domain. You have to like input a code into the back end of your website to like prove that you own the domain and you have access to it. So obviously I could not do that because I cannot access it and I don't even know where it is. So my website was just chilling with an out-of-date client list and no SSL certificate being unsecure for months, months. Whilst I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, what the hell do I do? And also at the same time, burying my head in the sand and thinking, oh my God, I cannot go through this again. Like websites just hurt me, like they hurt my soul. So I start talking to my friend, the lovely Trish, who um, also owns Call Creatives. And I was like, I need a new website. <laughs> I need someone to build my website. And she was like, I'll do it for you. And I was like, oh my God, really, really? So I've been working with Trish on um, doing a new website. And then I was like, oh, whilst I'm at it, I might as well do a rebrand. You know how every single, I feel like any business owners listening to this or any freelancers out there, when you have to do something that's an inconvenience to you, you have to pile work on top of it to make it even worse. So yeah, that's exactly what I did. Um, I decided to do a rebrand and thank God the graphics girl that I work with um, is an angel and um, I don't think would ghost me. And she worked with me on the rebrand and she was great and she just did it and it was great. Um, great, great, great. Um, so I <laughs> had that done and then I'm building my website. So then we build the website 
it's cool, it's chilling. And then we get to the point where we have to launch said website. And Trish calls me up and she's like, hey, so um, I have no idea how we're going to do this because my domains, basically, this guy, so this developer who does not have a name or identity has basically taken my domains, so my .co and my .com, both of them, the girls, and he's hidden them in outer space. She was like, I don't know where they are. I cannot find them. Like, he's basically, like, stashed different... He's, like, taken your website and, like, stashed them in different parts of the internet, like, different pockets of the internet, like, on the back end. She said it's the weirdest thing I have ever seen, like, on the back end of a website. She was like, it's so unnecessary, like, what they've done. They've, like, cut your website to pieces. It's basically, like you know, the stones and like Thanos, like they'd chopped my website into five stones. And then if I wanted to like power up and become Thanos, I had to collect all the stones and I had no idea where to find them or where to start. That is basically what happened. Um, so if you want to know the story of my website, just watch Endgame. Um, so I was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Um, and she was like, well, it's really imperative that you get these domains back because it's attached to your email and this is where I started to cry um because obviously being a PR my email is the most important thing to me in life um like people having my email knowing my email contacting me by email it's so important um so the thought she was like there is a potential that if they do anything to this domain like your website could go down and I was just like, oh my God, my life flashed before my eyes. It went from like a medial problem, which is, oh, whatever, like we can just build a new website, I suppose, to like my whole life flashed before my eyes. And I was like, oh my God. So I panicked. Um, but then I went back through my emails and I realized that all of the renewal information for my email was coming through to me and it was being done year on year. So I had like access to that. Great. 10 out of 10. Um, but then the .co is just like stashed in outer space somewhere. But I don't really care about that because obviously it's a Colombian IP. So whatever. So the basically the, the easiest way to do this was to create another domain. <laughs> Yay. And then try and retrieve the old domains in the meantime. So we could le at least launch the site. Um, and then if we manage to swap it over to like my original.com, we can just keep this as like a backup. Um, so anyway, she built it for me on Squarespace purely because I can then go in at the back end and just edit it without having to ever basically work with her ever again on this website. So she built it for me and then just hands it over, which this is something I would recommend to any freelancers. Like if you are going to have someone build a website for you, there has to be a handover process at the end. Like you have to have then the control of that website. Um, like what I did delegating it out and then like letting somebody run that portion of my business was an absolute awful idea because if that person just decides to like tap out you're screwed and this is a prime example of that so having that handover of the website is really important if you're not going to build a website yourself however the moral of the story is just do the website yourself like I was talking to a friend of mine and um she was saying that oh you know she she did it herself out of like necessity, like not wanting to spend the money, blah, 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 when she first started out. And she was like, but the great thing is, is like whenever I want to change anything or switch things around, I can just like hop in the back end and do it. 
And I was like, yeah, do you know what? In hindsight, everybody tells you to delegate. Everybody tells you to work with people who can do things better than you. No, do it yourself. Like when you're starting out, especially things like a website, which is so imperative to most businesses, especially if you are an e-com business and you are trading off your website, it needs to be like under lock and key. I'm sorry, like people cannot be trusted. Even if it's someone you think is your family, your friend, do not outsource your website in the beginning. Keep it in-house for as long as you can. You can. And when I say an in-house, I mean inside your own brain. Like that's the only way. I'm sorry. Like I feel like I've been burnt into learning that. And it's one of those things where like if you don't learn the lesson, you'll learn the lesson over and over and over again until you get it right. And that is a prime example of exactly what I've done with this website journey. Um, so anyway, now I have a new domain, a new website. She's stunning. Um, I haven't managed to get my domains back, but they're just like pointed towards this new domain. So I guess that'll do. Um, I'm just thanking the Lord that I don't trade from my website and I don't get much business through my website. Like a lot of my business comes through like industry, word of mouth and social media. So that's great. But yeah, I just wanted to share that story because um, number one, it was painful to me. It might have been entertaining to you. And also I hope that even if even one person does not make the same mistakes as me, then it'll be worth it. (laughs) So I really hope that you take something good away from this episode um, and reevaluate what everybody tells you about business, which is to delegate things. Don't delegate nothing. Trust no one, um, especially when it comes to your website, because uh, it's notorious that the people working on websites just peace out whenever they feel like it and leave you with domains stashed in space. So I'm going to do like a true crime thing now where they come to the end of the episode and they're like, so here are theories. <laughs> I mean, I do not know why my website was chopped into pieces and scattered and hidden into different pockets of the internet. The only thing I can think of as a theory is that at one point they were going to try and make me buy back my own domain, like a scam. That's the only thing I can think of. But the thing is, the scam has gone terribly because at no point has anybody offered me to buy back that domain because jokes on them, I would have. If someone had said to me, yo, do you want to, I'm holding your domain hostage, like pay me money to get it back. I'd be like, how much do you want? What is your bank details? Because I'm a throw money at the problem kind of girl. So if you tell me that I can pay to get out of a situation that is kind of annoying to me, I will do it every time. So jokes on you really, because you could have got me good and I would have paid you, but I was never, the ransom never came. Um, So that's great. Um, So yeah, I don't know. That's my only theory, but it doesn't make any sense. So I'm sure there are lots of other theories out there. Um, my friends have lots of theories which are quite funny but I would love to hear your theories um so if you have a theory on why um my web developer thanos me um I would love to hear them over on Instagram at the PR department podcast so we can laugh instead of crying together <laughs> that's the theme of the episode um yeah I hope you enjoyed that anyway and I hope I can save someone from um website pain and yeah I will see you in the next one